No matter who you are or where you came from, you are a beautiful miracle full of talents, ideas, light, and potential. There are a lot of messy things in the process of living that can make us feel unworthy and that can easily create spaces of not good enough. But one thing that I know for sure is that those stories, those voices are not true, no matter who you are. I have watched some of the most incredible people on the planet struggle with feelings of not being good enough. As I looked on wondering how they could possibly even consider the idea that they weren't incredible. If you are one of those who feels unworthy in any way because you were abused or unloved, because God didn't answer your prayers, because some broken person or people told you that you weren't good enough, because you were the seventh grader that got shoved in the locker, because you didn't get straight A's or maybe even straight C's, <laughs> because you didn't get a job you wanted or because you're sick and you can't do the things you wish you could do, because you have an addiction that you're fighting or because you have stories in your own mind, your own voice telling you and reinforcing that you're not okay, not enough. It doesn't matter where those stories are coming from, where they originated from. What matters is that there isn't one of them that is true. Stay tuned today as we kick off 2021 by cheering you on in your awesome. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you four incredible life coaches. And I'm sharing these guys with you because one thing I know about my audience is that they are seekers. They are people who are looking to get over whatever hurdle is in front of them, whether it's getting over a hard time or whether it's pushing on to that even better time. They are becoming and they are seeking. Life coaches help us get out of our own way. They help move us to the next level. And you might have been thinking about getting a life coach or considering the idea, knowing that they're out there. Today, I'm just going to share a little bit about these four that I can recommend. And they're here to move you to your next level. They're going to help you do things like let go of things that you need to let go of or recognize things that you can't see in yourself. But basically, the bottom line is they will help propel you forward into your best life story. And that's what we're all about. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment, and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. The first step on this journey today is to accept this idea that you are a beautiful miracle full of talents and ideas and light and potential. Hold on to it. Even if you can't believe it right now, there was no one here that isn't good enough to be here. We were created by God, and that means that we are good enough, worthy enough, and incredible. What you do from here with all that you've been given is just the fun part. <laughs> and yes, the messy part is inevitable. But once we start accepting ourselves fully, accepting our whole story, loving our whole story, we'll also be able to watch how our stories shift into better things. Self-love is the first step. Am I oversimplifying? Not regarding our value, 
But long-held beliefs of unworthiness, of not enough, they are not easily shaken. Just let the idea sit with you. One minute at a time, start to make a place for it. What if there was nothing wrong with you? (laughs) If you are one of us that has past wounds that are contributing to that unworthy, not good enough feeling, or just past wounds that make you ashamed of part of your story, the work before you right now is to first heal those wounds. As Oprah pointed out, quote, the healing of our past wounds is one of the most worthwhile challenges of life, unquote. The good news is that it's no one else's responsibility to fix it, but your own. And the reason this is good news is because it gives us control and power because we each get to be responsible for our own lives. But you say, what about when my ex-husband gave me an STD? What about when I lost my job? What about dot, dot, dot? There are a lot of whatabouts for sure. Yes, it's true that sometimes people use their agency to cause us pain and difficulty. But we always, ourselves, have the choice of what we do with what other people shove at us. We can become bitter and cynical. We can feel inferior. We can work with any set of emotions that we want to, though. So we also have the option that we can find the learning and we can keep the joy. We can dig through it to find the silver lining. As Viktor Frankl said, quote, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom, unquote. Do you want to hear that again? Viktor Frankl is so powerful. And this, th- this couldn't be more true. Let me say it again. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. Let's start out this new year on the right foot with the complete acceptance that we are worthy and fabulous and colorful and messy. And that's just perfect. But what do you do if you're not fully buying into that or if you are fully buying into it, but you just want to push on to the next step? If you want a little help in remembering who you are or finding out what's in front of you. In today's episode, I'm introducing these four different life coaches, and you can see if one of them speaks your language, if one of them connects with you as they explain a little bit about what they do. One of the difficulties that I have when I'm choosing coaches is that I hate to waste money on someone that I'm not going to connect with. And it's always hard to know. Everyone um, I'm having on the show today, I have worked with in one way or another, some capacity, I can vouch for them. I'll let you hear a little from each of them about what they do, and you can see if someone strikes your fancy. After these four introduce themselves, stay tuned. I've got five tips for embracing your beauty and the beauty around you. Hi, Lori. This is Emily Lee, and I'm excited and grateful to be on your podcast and share a little bit about who I am and what I do as a life coach. I certified as a life coach through the Life Coach School just over a year ago, but I've been coaching women for the last 10 years through my work as a foot zone therapist and also 
through a women's empowerment group that I hold out of my home for women who want connection and personal growth, which is what I am passionate about, empowering women by teaching them how to love and accept themselves unconditionally. And I know that sounds super cliche, but I've learned through my own experience and by working with so many women that the toughest work we will ever do is the mental work of letting go of the idea that we have to prove our worth or the companion idea that we need someone else to validate our worth. The truth is we are 100% worthy of love right now exactly as we are. And once we truly accept this, then the things we've been resisting or demanding start to resolve simply because we put our focus on something we actually have power to control, which is ourselves. So my coaching really focuses on three things. First, observing our perceptions of ourselves without judgment. Second, learning to take responsibility for the beliefs that we have about ourselves and others with compassion. And third, practicing over and over and over. And these are key without judgment, with compassion, and the continued practice. I've been consciously practicing unconditional love and self-acceptance for more than 10 years now. I started when my husband and I were working through some major relationship issues, which as a side note, I believe is the best playground for personal growth. Anyway, during this time, I discovered some really painful things about myself, and I'm just going to share two things because they are foundational to developing self-love and acceptance. The first thing that I discovered was that I didn't really trust myself. I desperately wanted to blame my husband for the shakeup of the relationship, but the truth was I had been playing it safe in the relationship. I wasn't really being honest with myself or with him. And when I really looked at my life, I realized that what I was most upset about and most threatened by was my lack of self-trust. This is a super common theme in our lives and in relationships. When we feel out of control or trapped, it's often because we are blaming someone or something outside of ourselves. So part of the solution is to practice developing a relationship of trust with ourselves. See, the less we trust ourselves, the more demanding we will be of others to show up in a certain way or to make us feel good about ourselves and our lives. On the other hand, the more we trust ourselves, the more empowered we will be to handle our own situations, set appropriate expectations for ourselves and others, and manage our own emotions. The second thing that I discovered that has been really helpful to understand is that I believed I should be perfect. And as long as I believed that, I had a constant cycle of self-abuse happening in my head because the reality is I'm not perfect. But I hear this all the time, women saying, I know I'm not perfect, but... And then they project their insecurities onto someone else. But I would never talk to my kids like that. Or I would never let my husband do that. Or I would never commit to something and then not show up. And the problem with this is that we make it impossible to accept ourselves as long as we have this unattainable goal of perfection that we don't really admit that we have. 
So to overcome this, we work on failing on purpose and loving ourselves anyway. And by that, I mean we practice recognizing where we are not measuring up to our own standard and we baby step our way into self-acceptance, not necessarily change. Now for me, this was a year-long practice of seeing my weaknesses and fears and even sometimes outright hurtful behaviors and accepting all of it as a part of me. And this was such a relief because the truth is, sometimes I do swear at my kids. I can't control what my husband does and there have been times and probably will be more times that I've dropped the ball. Self-acceptance and unconditional love take practice, and I plan on working on it for the rest of my life. And I look forward to empowering as many women as I can along the way. I love this work. I'm currently taking one-on-one clients. I hold appointments over Zoom, or if you're local and prefer in-person coaching, I do that as well. You can contact me through email at zonedincoaching at gmail.com or sign up for a six-week mindset and movement coaching package at physiologyoffaith.com slash coaching. I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks, Lori. Lori, thank you so much for having me on your podcast and letting me introduce myself to your listeners. My name is Rebecca Thalman, and I'm a life healing facilitator. So what I do with clients is I invite them to tell me what they really want their life to look like, what they would like their relationships to look like, what they want their relationship with themselves to be like, maybe They need some healing between themselves and the divine or a higher power. Um, Maybe they just need more abundance in their life. But whatever it is that they wish their life looked like, we take that as our starting point. And then I use the gifts that I have to pinpoint what they're holding on inside, in their subconscious mind, in their body, that prevents their life from being what they hoped it would be that prevents them from being in relationship in the way they would like to have their relationships. It's really a lot like another job I had earlier in my life. I would go into people's homes and help them make their home fit new needs that they had. So Once I helped someone turn part of their home into an Airbnb, it may be that they need another bedroom for another child. It may be that they need a new kind of storage system. But we go in, talk about what the goal is, and then I help them go through their things and get rid of anything that they can get rid of so we can make more space and then help them plan for what we can bring in to make the rooms everything they want them to be. I realize that that's the same kind of thing that I do with my clients, that I'll listen to what they want, and then intuitively, I have my gifts that I can use to pinpoint what kind of thinking has prevented that. Maybe when that thinking began, where we are storing pain and limited beliefs in our body, and I help them bring that up to the surface so we can look at it, and then 
I help them reframe their experiences so that they can let go of lower frequency ideas like victimization and, you know, maybe jealousy, maybe anger, maybe deep resentments, maybe just a lot of sadness or the sense of despair. I help them release those emotions, things that stand in the way of happiness and joy and peace, and then help them connect with greater truths, higher level thinking, higher frequency thinking that allows a person to feel joy, to feel freedom, to feel like they have power over their life and that they truly can create the life that they want. If you have an interest in working with me or asking me about it, I have a website called Visionary Reframe that you can find more information and my contact information on there. Or you can text me at 435-535-1071 and ask me questions there. Thanks, Lori. My name is Natalie Barrage. I am a transformational facilitator, access bars practitioner, and I work with people to empower them in going beyond their limiting self-beliefs into creating lives that they really love and lives that are authentic and true for them. One of the beliefs that are is a big one that holds people back is that belief of not being good enough. And it shows up in so many ways for someone. Sometimes with my clients, they are aware that they have that limiting belief, but sometimes they're not. So a lot of times I like to say that the symptom is actually what shows up. And the symptom is maybe they have struggled in their love life um, for um, a, a many, many years. Maybe they aren't going after their true professional dream. Maybe they want to um, you know, change careers and don't believe in themselves or perhaps even start a business. Maybe they've always struggled with their body their whole life and they think that you know the next diet's going to fix it, but it never does kind of thing. And they're, they're on this endless loop of constant just self-judgment. When I work with my clients and I work with everybody from CEOs to stay-at-home parents and to you know the, the working person in between, I see people when they are really ready for a change. And you may or may not be familiar with the space yourself in terms of, you know, maybe you've already been a seeker, maybe you've done some type of inner work, but there gets to be a point where you're just done and you're done with anything that's not going to have you be authentically happy and really finally having the life that you've always wanted to live. That's where I come into play, and I have many different tools that I work with my clients, but some of my, um, and they do with mindset and energy and helping to really empower them to truly having not only their limiting beliefs go away, but really have the points of view that are actually going to then create the reality that they want to actually be living, and empowering them step by step to do that, or rather choice by choice. But some of my favorite client transformations have really just, I mean, they honestly happen on a weekly basis. One of my favorite client transformation is this woman who, when I first met her, she was divorced uh, and was really still feeling the effects of being in a narcissistic, abusive um, marriage. And through our work together, she actually not only completely healed um, 
any trauma from that, which those of you guys that have been in relationships like that know that there's many after effects, um, but actually healed herself from that trauma and has gone on to not only thrive personally and in her love life, but actually has a really working and actually friendly relationship with her ex, which is very hard to do if you've been in a narcissistic, empathic uh, dynamic before, but actually not impossible. Uh, I've also seen one of my other client transformations I'm really proud to share is I uh, began working with a woman who um, literally was on this total mission and commitment to love herself. She had created a lot of success in her life. Um, She uh, really had, I'll say, all the things, all the material things, but she really felt empty and broken on the inside. And it was really through our work together that she truly um, not only was able to love herself in, a, in ways that she never had before, but she actually transformed pretty much every area of her life. She transformed her marriage. She transformed the relationship with her kids. She had successfully stayed out of recovery. She was a former addict and um, she is thriving uh, literally years later um, as we speak. And, you know, the power of really empowering people to be aware of the things that hold them back and then to change it, not just manage it, but actually really change it is such a beautiful, um, not only process, but journey and gift to play in uh, my clients' lives. So um, I get to see these miracles literally on a weekly basis. Really, what I like to say is there's nothing that can't be changed. It's just the person has to be willing to change it. Hi, my name is Lara Johnson. I'm a certified life coach uh, for working from home moms and those that want to be. Uh, Many years ago, I found myself very grateful for the life that I had, but feeling very unfulfilled by it. Uh, It felt like there was something that was always calling me to more. And I struggled because I had these dreams, but I also felt like I was at capacity with my family. Uh, My kids were still little. uh, My husband worked a lot. And I felt like that I had to put my dreams on hold in order for my kids to become older. And I started becoming really resentful from that place. And I was very frustrated. I wanted so badly to help and change the world, but I, I refused to do that at the sacrifice of my family. It wasn't until I hired my first life coach and she said these words to me, motherhood and dreams can coexist. That one sentence changed my world. It changed my world because it helped me understand it wasn't a matter of if I could go after my dreams, it was a matter of how do I make it work. And since then, many years later, it has become a huge passion of mine to help other moms specifically realize that motherhood and dreams can coexist, that whatever they feel called to do, it is possible now while they still have kids at home. And that's something that I have the opportunity to do is I teach them how to juggle kids and work. And it all starts with first managing our mind and being able to understand what is happening within our brain so that we can juggle all of the things. We can be more productive in our life. We can accomplish our dreams while still being the mom that we want. This is something that I am so passionate about and I watch my clients excel as soon as they learn the tools that I teach. 
that's something that you can do as well. No matter the dream that you feel called to, no matter um, the job that you want, no matter what it is, it is possible for you now. And that is what, that is my, my battle cry that I will share with every mom that will hear it, that you don't have to hustle your way or sacrifice time with, time with your kids, that you can still be the mom that you want to create that connection with them and to still be accomplishing the goals and the dreams that you have, because that's how you leave your mark on the world. I know that you do feel called to something, whatever it is, and I will help you achieve that. This is what I do. And like I mentioned, I'm so passionate about it. I would love to talk with you if you would like to learn more. You can reach me at lara, L-A-R-A dot T dot Johnson on Instagram, or you can visit my website, which is larajohnsoncoaching.com. Look forward to talking to you soon. Aren't those women great? I hope one of them connected with you. If you've been looking for a life coach, consider giving them a call and talking to them about what they do on the website in the show notes. I will have all of their contact information. So you can go to loveyourstorypodcast.com and check in the show notes for this episode. Okay, let's hop right into the five tips. I am just going to give you five solid tips for you to think about life hacks that um, are going to help you in this new year. Number one, what we focus on expands. So focus on the things that you love about yourself and living. This is one of those magic, just these magic truths about life. Keep this one in your pocket every day. Number two, let go of the past. All you have is the present in which to embrace living. And if you have a story in your past that's holding you back, I highly encourage you to do the work to reframe that story and find the good in it, to move away from the shame and the disappointment and the fear of that past story and find the value in it. Now, I have a program, The Five Steps to Reframing Your Story. You can buy into that, but you can also listen. I did five episodes, one episode each. They're all in a row hitting each of those five steps. So if you have a story you want to reframe, I suggest that you go back and listen to those and you can do that for free. So I think it's episode 46, 47, 48, 49, and 50, um, thereabouts. Each one focuses on one of the steps. You can do the work as you listen to the episodes. Tip number three, list the things that you are grateful for every day. That gratitude is powerful in changing your energy and what you attract listing them out, focusing on them. Number four, when experiences come up that make you face your weak spots, I want you to realize that this is life giving you a chance to leave the past behind. It's a chance to bring it front and center and deal with it so that you can let go of it. That's what those rough spots are. When something keeps popping up over and over in your life, it's your opportunity to work through it choosing instead to embrace your magic self and let go of the things that need to be worked through. Tip number five is to always choose love. Love is the answer when there's a problem that pops up. Ask yourself, 
How would I deal with this if I were dealing with it in love? And this isn't just about other people and dealing with them in love. It's also about dealing with yourself in love. How would I treat myself if I were treating myself in this circumstance with love? Would I give myself some compassion for not getting something just right? Would I come from a place of mercy as I struggle with overcoming a weakness? Would I allow myself some self-time, a treat, a pedicure, you know, whatever rocks your boat to take care of yourself, especially when you've reached a goal or especially when you've had a really hard week? These five tips, people, I send you off into the new year. Let's make 2021 so much better than um, some of the things that we're putting behind us now. My hope is that you already are aligned with your awesome intrinsic value. But if you're feeling like you need support, I hope that one of the coaches today piqued your interest. And if you're not considering the support and guidance of a coach, maybe one of the tips we talked about will be something you can jump on and focus on in the coming week. Your challenge is to take one small step forward into supporting your awesome self and accepting your own magic. What is that going to be? Decide right now. What's your one step? My call to action today is to let you know that groups are the big thing for 2021. And what I mean by that is that with COVID keeping so many of us separate, we are finding exceptional connection in facilitating a group platform for people who already have groups. So your book group, your youth group, whatever it is that they would like to do the 21 challenges with that group. So go to loveyourstorypodcast.com and sign up for more information. And I will work personally with you to set your group up and get you guys rocking and rolling on the group platform to do the challenges together. We're creating this because of the disconnection that we've had with COVID and because these groups together create accountability and fun and sharing and that connection that we are desperately in need of right now. So these groups that are taking on the 21 challenges together are having a really great time. We'll create connection in this disconnected world, better lives that will make us happier and we'll do it all in that supportive and accountable platform that makes the journey all the richer. So go to the website, check out these things. If you, you can grab the coach's information, you can sign up for more information on the group platform for the 21 challenges. And I will see you in two weeks for the next episode. Go make the best life story possible for you.